Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here, this week with Pastor Taylor. What's up guys? He just kicked off our brand new series, Attributes, where we're diving into the wonder of God. We're looking at his omniscience, his omnipotence, and his omnipresence. Pastor Taylor, remind us which attribute of God you talked about this morning, and then give us a review of your message. Uh, So we kicked it off with talking about what it means to pray to an all-knowing God. So that would fall under the attribute of omniscience, um, also omniscience, if for those of you that are like me and spent many years mispronouncing it. But uh, what that means is if you break it down, the omni of these three characteristics means all, and then the other half just simply means uh, kind of that topic. So science actually means knowledge. And so we discussed and unpacked uh, what it means that God is omniscient and how that also relates to our prayer life. And if it changes anything, knowing that we're praying or if we even have or lack that mindset of praying, if God praying, knowing that God knows everything. Nice. Um, I like how you kind of towards the front end of your message, you mentioned this quote by Neil Maxwell. Mm -hmm. And part of it says that God knows us and our possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I like thinking about that because it's more than like, you know, God knows about us, and and in that He has like a char- charitable view of us, where yeah. He's like, ah, uh, you know, well, Ray means well, right. you know, oh Taylor, you know, he's under a lot of stress. I'm going right. to let that offense against me go. It's more than that, right? He he sees our potential mm-hmm. because He created us a certain way, and yeah. He calls that potential out of us. Uh, can you kind of unpack that idea a little bit? Yeah, you know. I can't remember the guy I saw, but I, I didn't mention this, but I had saw a, a reel on Instagram and the guy was was talking about God's omniscience and it, it kind of mirrors that quote, you know, like when it says that he sees our possibilities, it kind of creates this very broad picture of that. He knows everything um, about us. You know, he knows what he created in us. And so when he sees us, maybe living our lives, not using that or not growing towards that. Um, It just is a very sobering thought, but also a powerful, encouraging thought to say, you know, on one hand, man, he sees my possibilities, which means he wants me to get there. But he's also not taking the things that's maybe keeping me from reaching those possibilities or potential. It, it's almost like it makes him love us even more. You know, like I know like we can't do anything to make God love us more or less. That's just how much he loves us and how graceful he is. But it's like in a weird way, it's like there's this compassion thing where like he sees us in the midst of it and doesn't want to condemn us. He wants to get us out of it because he sees our possibilities. Yeah. I I don't know why I was, I was just sort of thinking, uh, you know, I've, I've got dogs, you've got yeah. dogs. And uh, it, it's almost like, you know, we're this little puppy yeah. <laughs> to God, yeah. you know, like, like me with my dogs, you know, they're, 
they're always going to mess up. They're always going to do this sort of same thing over and over again, but you just love them anyway. Yeah. Like a super extreme uh, example of this is um, a couple years ago now, we got a new dog, but it was it was a previously owned dog. Right. She's got her own quirks and stuff like that. But um, one day after church, we came home and we found our pet rabbit had been eaten by <laughs> <laughs> this dog. Sad dog. Right? But we still love her, you know, because right. she's a great dog. Um, and I, I guess that's in a small way how God sees us is he created us a certain way. Even though we mess up, he still sees what he created us to be. I was kind of, when I was up there the second service, I was thinking about um, my daughter, Amelia, specifically. Like, you know, she's a year and a half year old and she's getting to the point of where like her curiosity is just insanely peaked. So when mm-hmm. you talk about the peaked curiosity of a one and a half year old and also realizing that she now has the ability to pretty much climb anything. It's like, if you see her, you know, the other day we walked past the guest room and she's just sitting in the middle of the bed and you're like, well, how the heck did you get up there in the first place? But then it's like when you're seeing her try to do stuff and you're like, Amelia, don't do that. Amelia, don't do that. And especially when they do it anyways, it like, even in frustration, I still feel like it, it, it's mainly driven by compassion. Like, I don't want her to fall right. and get hurt. I don't want her to slip back and hit her head on something or cut something or hurt an arm or a leg. Or, you know, if you look at her now, she's like got a few bruises on her face just mm-hmm. from running into stuff. So it's kind of like that with the dog, too. Like, yeah. you know, it's like they mean well, but it, you want them to be who they're supposed to be as your child and then kind of in more of the eternal mindset, God sees us as his child, but wants us to be who he created, not who we've bought in ourselves or who we think we are. So, yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you kind of, you kind of started out talking about how um, in, in some certain way, perhaps mothers have omniscience, you know, they kind of, they kind of know things, that we don't expect them to know, you know, and it's the same thing with, if we have kids, like, um, you know, you're talking about, you don't want her to fall, you know, you have a certain level of knowledge that she doesn't have at this point. Right. And so, so our desire as parents is to like protect our kids from these things that they haven't learned for themselves yet. And I think a lot of that kind of points to God's omniscience too, where he knows all these things. He knows, um, he knows what tomorrow is going to bring, what challenges, what blessings it'll bring for us. Um, but he's provided certain ways for us to understand who he is. Like one is his word. So we can learn who God is from his word. We can learn about consequences for uh, mistakes people in the Bible made. Um, we, we learn how we are to live our lives. So there's this, this guide where we can sort of access right. into his knowledge yeah. a little bit. Um, so to kind of uh, tie tie God's omniscience or the title, you know, an all-knowing God to the topic of prayer. Um, how should a realization of our own all-knowing God influence our prayer life? You know, from a worldly perspective, uh, like even reading it, you know, the battle that I have in my mind sometimes, and I think it, it proves even more so like just how fallen <laughs> my mind is, right. or you may, may be wrapped in sin or mine's perfect you know right (laughs) but like even reading the scripture you know in in psalm 139 like you know 
what I'm going to say before I utter a word. It's like, from the surface, you think that, and I'm pretty sure I've even used that at some point in my life as an excuse not to pray as much. Mm -hmm. Oh, God just knows everything. You know, he knows exactly what you need. Well, why pray? And that's really been the biggest part, you know, if you want to call it a revelation or, or not, or maybe what is even encouraged me to have that mindset even more is that it, the prayer is not about the request itself. Like even asking God to reveal himself more to you or that you need finances or that you need some kind of gift or blessing from God. The whole point is to experience God for who he is. You know, like you and I can talk and when we get together and we do talk, it's usually about a lot of the same stuff, theology or different things like that. And, and that within those conversations, maybe there's a point that you have that conversation, but even in a relational sense, like the more you talk, the more you hang out, the more time you spend together, the closer you get to that person. Yeah. And so it's not, those conversations should never be about getting something from them. It should always be about just knowing them better. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I made, like I felt so strongly about how it really has everything to do with prayer. You know, it had, because if I can have that mindset, if I could have an eternal mindset, then praying, knowing that God knows everything doesn't make me want to not pray. It makes me want to pray even more. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's might change how you pray or even what you pray. Um, like thinking about Jesus praying to God in the garden three times, God, take this cup from me not my will, but your will. Like Jesus himself is approaching God with a request, yeah. but he has this mindset of, but God knows everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jesus surrendering his heavenly attributes, like in this moment, like sure, like even with the woman at the well, like he tapped in with, into his omniscience. You know, there's times when, you know, when they're lowering the friend down on the map and he senses what they're doing, like you could even say that like he's operating out of the gift of knowledge, mm -hmm. but, um, or a word of knowledge, but like in that moment in the garden, he surrendered to God's will for his life. And that's where I want to be. Like I could give you a laundry list of things that would tremendously make my life so much easier you know, a financial blessing or a bigger house or it not to be as hot as it is outside. Like those would be valid requests to make before, make before God. And it's not that you shouldn't make that request. It's just to be a part of it. Like you don't pursue God as the gift or you don't just pursue the gift. You pursue the giver. Right. And I think in retrospect, when you pursue the giver, you realize what you really need, and it's him, yeah. not what he can give you. Yeah, so. yeah that's good. Um, so God knows everything, mm -hmm. and you would say that prayer is about knowing God. Mm -hmm. um, so we pray in order to get to know him more. Um, and what I 
what I find uh, amazing is that the the more disciplined I am with communing communing with God in prayer, the more I experience His peace and I experience His grace and His mercy towards me, and I, I can really uh, start to experience life more fully. Um, but something that sort of blows my mind is as we're in tune with Him by the Holy Spirit, like we can tap into the omniscience of God, right? We may receive words of knowledge or words of wisdom. Like if we're praying, we're saying, God, I've got this problem. I don't know how to do it. Can you give me inspiration on how to fix this? And sometimes you get it. And that's an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it rubs, excuse me, it rubs off on you, you know, I didn't even go that direction, but that is a very powerful thought is like, if when it comes to even like, you know, the purpose of a Christian, um, if you strip down the whole calling purpose and all this stuff as a Christian, our purpose is to make God known. Yeah. You know, through a lot of that comes with God rubbing off on you. Like when people see you, they see God. Well, the only way for people to see God through you is if you operate in the things that God has given you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think about God showing up in a way where you heal someone. We could say that the all-powerful God manifested that that attribute through you. Mm-hmm. If, like you just mentioned, a word of knowledge, he manifested his omniscience through you. Yeah. And so, man, that's even a deeper thought. Like we talked about, I mean, you could literally just take these omnis right. and, gosh, yeah. So that's yeah, good, and, that's a yeah and, and these these three attributes we're looking at in this series they're just three partial yeah. views of doesn't God, even right? scratch it's, the surface yeah, of all the, of the attributes of the attributes of God is infinite right yeah. and so how can how can you possibly understand everything there's about God that's that's what um, that scripture that you used towards the end you know my ways are not your ways my mm-hmm. thoughts are not your thoughts there's so much higher than we can. Yeah ever imagine, but it's when we connect to our all knowing God in prayer that we get to understand who he yeah. is. Right. There, there's just that reality. Like, as you're saying that, like, I'm thinking of, like, I'm even reminded of things in my life that I've really, really, really just prayed for. And you know, that it didn't happen, whether it was someone's healing on mm-hmm. this side of heaven and, you know, you could fight your mind all day long and try to figure out like why it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like that verse. I don't know why God does and God has a will. And if we sit here as a believer and claim to be completely surrendered to God and his plans in our carnal finite mind, there's going to be a lot of stuff, most stuff that happens that makes no sense mm-hmm. that we literally can't fathom. Like the verse in 139, it's so high, I can't attain it. Yeah. So why try? Yeah. Does it make it easier to go through a painful situation of maybe even losing someone? But like we were told that this was going to happen. We know we are going to stand before God one day. That only happens through death. Yeah. You know, and so we could sit here and try to question it and try to, you know, beat ourselves till we're blue in the face of asking why when all we need is to get close to God. Yeah. 
that's where the peace that surpasses all understanding comes. And that doesn't come tied to an answer. It comes tied to who knows the answer. So, yeah, I was just thinking, you know, we have a choice that we can make, right? We can either drive ourselves sick mm-hmm. thinking, why, why did this happen? You know, could I have done anything different? Right. Like, or we could just trust in the all-knowing God that right. he's in control. He has our best interests in mind. He created us for a purpose. He sees the potential in us even when we fall down mm-hmm. um, and just, just lean on him and trust in him. Like, to me, that sounds like a better option. Yeah. I don't always do that. You know, I, a lot of times I find myself, why God, you know? Yeah. Um, but when I get to those times where I'm just, God, whatever happens, I'm trusting you. Man, it's so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. So much easier. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, thanks, Pastor Taylor, for your word today and yeah. for this conversation we've had. For you guys listening, uh, do us a favor, share Pastor Taylor's message, because this is really something that a lot of people need in their life right now, how to know the all-powerful God that we serve. And so share this with your friends and family through the gospel message and through the Holy Spirit, lives can be changed. We're praying for you this week. We hope that you'll tune in next week as we continue this series, Attributes. But for today, for this week, that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.